Episode 1, The Bowcaster. What the fuck? Hi, you are listening to Star What the F***. I am your host, Jason Tagmeyer, along with... Alex Strang. And Marty Cobb. And uh, this is a show about the random articles in Wikipedia, our thoughts on them, quizzing each other on them, and, and lots of fun like that. So I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Jason Tagmeyer, I'm born in 1979, uh, always been a big Star Wars fan, saw Return of the Jedi uh, as a child in the theaters, bought lots of action figures, uh, the second wave, the power of the force, all that, watched the prequels. I even went to the movies to see the trailer for The Phantom Menace, paid for a ticket, and split right after it. So, really into it. Bought lots of action action figures over time. Um, And just recently, uh, that's that's dwindled down quite a bit. Uh, I'm super excited for the for the for the upcoming sequels. Never will, you know, my, my, my Star Wars excitement will never fade away, although I'm not as active of a uh, action figure collector these days. Oh, so I'm Alex Strang, and uh, born in 1964, so I've seen all the movies on the big screen, um, some more than others, and I always thought Star Wars was a lot of fun, and still like it. When I grew up uh, from an early age, I read tons and tons of science fiction and fantasy. That's all I knew. So by the time Star Wars came around, it was I was already into many other things. But Star Wars is always like a popcorn, fun kind of movie for me. And I uh, definitely like the original three, best of all. I'm an Empire Strikes Back guy, for sure. The Imperial Walkers were like the nadir for me of Star Wars. Um, so I still enjoy it. Sometimes I definitely make fun of it. To me, that's half the fun of Star Wars is goofing on it. And uh, I still think Marvel Hammer, <laughs> Marvel Hammer, <laughs> Mark Hamill is not the best actor I've ever seen. Um, I'm Marty Cobb. We mentioned that already. I am the youngest of this uh, podcast. And I was born in 1993. So I was six, maybe seven when uh, Phantom Menace came out. And that was probably the first Star Wars movie I ever saw. Um, I had later seen all the rest of them, of course, um, but uh, I was sort of the like target demographic of the prequel films, so I really liked them when I was younger, but uh, I have since soured on them compared to the original, at least. Uh, they always have a place in my heart for what they are, what they were in my childhood, but you know, that nowadays I just kind of make fun of them more than I actually like them. I'm uh, I'm probably the most knowledgeable of the random interesting facts about star wars sure well i'm i'm the one who's actually read a couple of the books which is probably not something i'm proud of but something i'm not afraid to admit okay so what is star what the f- about we were we were sitting around somewhere and we were going through on my phone or something and i was clicking random article on star wars on wikipedia and uh i we were quiz i was like, making you guess random things that, like, you know, the Star Wars universe is made up of so many random, weird things, like, like, stuff that doesn't make any sense. And it was almost stuff that, even though they made it make sense, it was still just, just terrible and hilarious. 
Um, things like what is the bolt named that holds together the landing piece of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> There's probably an article about it, and it was just that ridiculous as we were kind of going through these articles. So that was kind of the start of it, and that's kind of going to be the uh, that's going to be part of this this show is is us kind of quizzing each other on these completely random Star Wars elements. Um, uh, but after but that's going to kind of follow the the main features, which is going to be us just discussing some sort of semi prominent uh, part of the Star Wars universe. Something that it's either going to be something that everybody knows or something just fans know, but something that that can can merit an entire discussion. So. We're going to start with the bowcaster. Oh, I love the bowcaster. So the bowcaster is uh, Chewbacca's um, his very interesting um, weapon that looks like it should shoot some arrows, but it shoots lasers. And Marty doesn't know if it ever even shot anything. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember shooting it. I don't remember myself. either. I know how it works, so I would like to know Wait. what you think how it you actually it does. Works? I actually know because. Um, of a couple of video games have it, and I have read its Wikipedia article at one point. I believe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and I know nothing about it. But I have a. I have a. If I recall, I do know something. But looking at it, I don't think I know it as well as I think I do. Ah, well, this has to be rectified immediately. Well, clearly. All right. Well, tell me, what do you guys? <laughs> well, think? I never. I don't remember it firing at all. I always called it a laser crossbow. So do you? I think, never knew the name of it. Not knowing that it fires or does or doesn't. Do you think that it fires? I always thought it fired lasers okay. somehow. It has to because it has a scope, right? Am I right? It, it does a have scope. a scope. It has a scope. Um, to me, I would think that it would almost be like a crossbow. No. It would have the the the. Oh, totally. The string cool. across the front, and it would you'd you'd pull back and shoot a laser. Right. Now it's funny that if you think about a laser crossbow, it kind of makes no sense because a, a crossbow, a real crossbow, you got the bolts. It's very heavy. You got to pull back. Why would you have to do that with a laser? I don't know. Well, you just have a laser pistol do the same it's thing. Just, well, yeah. Well, no, because in the end run, the funny part about the bowcaster is that it's probably a terrible weapon compared to literally anything else in the Star Wars universe. Maybe it might be above like a lightsaber only in the fact that it has a range. But at the same time, like a laser pistol is a, still like it shoots a laser. Like right, it, right. Like it should be quicker than well, a cr any crossbow or whatever. Well, there's got to be some benefit to having it in a crossbow format. There's got to be something about it we don't know. Well, okay. Maybe it's much stronger. So before before Marty gets to what he thinks it's about or knows it's <laughs> um, if Chewbacca never fired this bowcaster... Do you recall Chewbacca firing anything? And my answer is yes. I swear he shot at the stormtroopers uh, in that one scene in uh, when they were leaving the uh, the cantina uh, on Tatooine. I swear that there's that one shot where the stormtrooper falls like seven times and it's the same the same <laughs> shot like re-edited. Uh, I swear Chewbacca was firing at them at that point, and, and Han Solo went in to, to start up the Millennium Falcon. So if he was firing, I don't recall him holding a pistol of any sort. Right. I'm, I'm sure you're right. It I, if it wasn't then, at some point in the Death Star, he had to fire something. Right. I, even, what's he got at the beginning of, doesn't he shoot the Imperial probe droid at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back? No, no, I'm pretty sure that he distracted it and then Han Solo shot it. For real, I, that's how I don't remember. I don't, I, he's all covered in snow, like, and I feel like he shot it. We are proving our lack of Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> but I'm going with Chewbacca shot the bowcaster at some point. It sounds likely he did. 
Yeah. Because it's such a what waste else, of right. What else would he do? <laughs> he plays chess. Or <laughs> he's right there with the fighting team. You'd think he'd have to be contributing, right? Well, yeah. It's not just a big furball in the way. Well, he's not. Well, the, I think the only thing he does, like. Not to insult Chewbacca, but I think one of the only you things he does in the original. Fictional. In the original, you never film. insult a Wookiee. Yeah, <laughs> rip your arms off, man. Um, he doesn't do that either. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. You never he see him ripping his arms. He doesn't off. even say it himself. Han Solo is the one that says that. You know what? I think an average black bear is tougher than Chewbacca. Based well, that's on a, our, that's a tough claim. Based on our discussion so far, <laughs> but can an average black bear fire a bowcaster? Well, does Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Well, um, so somebody's going to complain about us already. Um, well, that's good. We want that. All right, so tell us about this bowcaster. All right, so from what I recall, the bowcaster actually does fire energy bolts, which are like these things, and they get like irradiated, and it is an actual bolt firing, and like this is this is some these like uh, little ball things at the end do contribute to the firing mechanic. At least that's what I thought. Because now looking at it, it has a barrel. It has a traditional gun barrel. So you think it's an actual physical bolt too? Like yeah, I believe it is a physical bolt. Like, yeah. but it, it glows green. Um, right. In the video games, what they do is that the bowcaster is capable of firing multiple shots. Like it shoots out like a like a spread. Yeah. Like in Battlefront Two, it does that. That's and it has like a charge. Doesn't in look that game. like you can do that though. No, Weird. no, because. The thing is, is that one barrel. I always assumed that, like, I've never, I guess I've never really looked that closely at it, that it didn't have a barrel. Like, as you look, if you look at it, it has a traditional gun barrel. Mari's got an entire schematic of the uh, bowcaster <laughs> right here, by the way. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. But um, um, what I assume it can maybe fire, it has, like, these gigantic, like, aiming, like, things on the end of the barrel. This is a podcast. You can't say things. Well, I don't know what they are. They're like. <laughs> I will tell you what they are. I am looking at the targeting Wikipedia scopes. Right okay. Um, and you may think that we are advertising for Wikipedia because we've said it a hundred times so far, but it's really what's driving this podcast. We do love Wikia, though. Thank you, Wikia, <laughs> and thank you, the crazy contrib- uh, contributors to uh, Wikipedia. For your absolute insane and this is a detail. show. This is a show for archery fans too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so we're this in, episode, we're yeah, 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 yeah. Well, right. we try and throw in there for archery fans every time. I think so. So we're going to start out with a, a quote. I ain't afraid of Wookies. It's their bowcasters that scare me. Anonymous Trandoshan or Trandoshan or whatever. Trandoshan. Trandoshan slaver. Where was this said? I don't know. There's a source, but I'm not clicking. Uh, um, so the bowcaster, sometimes called the Wookiee crossbow, was a Wookiee projectile weapon that fired a metal quarrel enveloped in energy. Mm-hmm. Or enveloped. How, how would you pronounce that? I would imagine it would no, be enveloped. No, enveloped is right. It's enveloped. Enveloped. not enveloped. No, it's enveloped. I'm enveloped. reading it, so. <laughs> in a small envelope and mailed to the target. <laughs> mailed to the target. Yeah, that's uh, why it's so slow. This is why I shouldn't read on on on, on podcast. Uh, uh, some bowcasters were fired were were modified to fire pure energy. Some variants had a capacity of twenty four shots. So that's the the short description. Right, and then there's a bad. super long description. Um, something interesting. Uh, the bowcaster was originally inspired by an illustration by John Schoner for R- George R R Martin's novelette uh, and Seven Times Never to Kill a Man. Never Kill a Man. Wait, so it was inspired by the Game of Thrones guy? Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, That's full circle. Or some time travel. uh, On which Ralph McQuarrie's final Chewbacca concept art was based. Wow. 
Um, yeah, I didn't even know that George R. R. Martin worked that long ago. I feel like an idiot for not for thinking uh, about that, though. Uh, here we go. I'm going to correct you guys right on here. Most sources, including Revenge of the Sith, depict Bokaster's firing green bolts. However, in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Chewbacca's weapon fires red bolts. Okay, maybe that's why, because I know that he fires so orange in the video uh, um, And the Bokaster, you're saying? I'm saying that he fired it on film, on screen. Oh, yeah. oh on screen. <laughs> fired. Oh. Uh, and in Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, it fires yellow bolts. This is due to the retcon that Chewbacca made his out of a Stormtrooper rifle. Oh, uh, interesting. Oh, oh and uh, the one... So you can so, take a Stormtrooper rifle, modify it into a... I'm pretty sure he actually though. didn't modify any part of the mechanics, though. Oh, I just said it right there. No, but I, I I, think that looking at this, because it has just a regular barrel, for whatever reason, that these, like, end things with the balls, the part that makes it look like a crossbow, are just added on. Like, he just decided to, like... Customize like, it? Yeah, like, to, like, glue or well, weld I already thought the reason you might have those two balls at the ends. What? Why? Well, if this is supposedly super powerful energy, more powerful than a laser, right? Laser yeah. bolt? Because it has to be more powerful, or else why would you bother with this thing? The bowcaster was more powerful and accurate than a typical blaster weapons. Right. I'm thinking the two spheres at the ends of the bow part are different energy, two different energies that are different, and they mix, like when you mix epoxy in the center, to combine to form some really dangerous, unstable energy, and then shoots out right away. A polarizing orb, think? A polarizing orb set at the end of each bow, generating a magnetic field used to accelerate the quarrels. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. After cocking degree. the weapon, okay. a simple trigger sped the quarrel forward and charged it in an envelope of plasma to generate. Did we decide it was envelope? Yeah, it's an envelope. It says it in an envelope of plasma. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's different. Uh, to generate a requisite potential energy for conversion into kinetic energy, the cocking spring required the strength of a Wookiee to draw back. Although some modern bowcasters featured automatic cocking mechanisms for use by other species, which is probably like the dude in the. Clone Wars cartoon, uh, Embo. He was one of the, uh, he was one of the, uh, bounty hunters from, I think from that box bounty hunter episode where they were all in that. Yeah, you know, he was in that, but I actually know because he first premiered in an episode that was, um, um, you would know better than I. You know that, that, um, samurai movie where all the samurai, like, are hired to protect the town from an invading force of some kind? The Seven Samurai? I think it was Seven Samurai. Oh. There's an episode where it parodies Seven Samurai. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, well, more homages too, and they and there was like a group of bounty hunters, and he was one of them. I remember because he stood out. Everybody else was weird in that episode. <laughs> um, I have a question about the bowcaster, which I've been nagging me all day. Why is it called a bowcaster, which makes it sound like some kind of magical weapon? Because yeah, it's not casting anything, is it? Well, I guess it's casting out that it's metal casting coral. The energy. Yeah, is um, it really? Well, I just want to know how does the how does the uh, the quarrel get enveloped in energy? Or yeah, I said that right. Um, I think the two. See my thought of it, and I don't know if it's uh, the two balls. They start going, and the 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 energy and the electricity and everything starts going between them and forming this 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 straight line from front from side to side, and then you shoot through, and the and the 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 quarrel gets uh, wrapped in it and then shoots out the, the bow itself. But I, that's what I think. But I swear it just shoots a. A beam. <laughs> like, no, okay. like, I don't think you ever see anything going between no, you, the two. Well, you might not. It might be inside. Well, you know what? To be fair, a metal quarrel encased in lasers sounds way more dangerous than a regular laser. Like you that could been shot by a regular and laser. You know, if, it no. to, if it has to go through this process to do that, 
that would explain why it takes so long to do a single shot. Does it take three a films to do a single shot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to wait like three movies before you shoot it again. Well, <laughs> which I think was worked out to be what six years. Well, I I think um, well from what you just said, the two end balls are magnets that propel yes. the coral forward in plasma. In plasma. Santa, where's so, the plasma come from? The sun? I guess it comes from. Well, there's a barrel. There's a firing mechanism, which yeah. looks like a regular gun. Which the reason why I assume it looks like that is because they actually just took a regular gun for the prop, no and way. then just well, that's the thing. Like, no so, so they took a regular gun for the prop and glued a bunch of stuff to it. And in the storyline, Chewbacca took a stormtrooper gun <laughs> and glued a bunch of stuff to it. <laughs> Very convenient. Well, no, 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 because. Like, I think that he just glued a bunch of stuff to it, but I'm sure that the, the books state that he somehow modified it in some way to shoot... Do you... How do you turn a laser gun to shoot a metal, like, broad? It's it's working <laughs> technology, apparently, right? Yeah. Well, so, do you guys... That may, may, leads me to the question. Do you guys know enough about Wookiee civilization in general to explain why this weapon would be something they would even know about or use? Well, uh, the only thing I could think of is that the only reason why they use this weapon... It's because Chewbacca did. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's in the Lucasverse, every Wookiee has a Wookiee, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Well, because in, um, in Star Wars, they live on the planet Kashyyyk. Yep. And everything is... If you've ever seen the Star Wars holiday special... Oh, that's yeah. very Three active. times. Well, I've seen it. I, I've seen it every Christmas now. Um, it's Life just, Day. Every Life Day. Oh, you, well, yeah. <laughs> um, love that film. <laughs> yeah. Uh it, it's very accurate. Like that's still a very accurate image of Kashyyyk. It's wooden houses. So why do they have everything crafted? Everything's like crafted out of wood and they live on trees but because the, the under area of it is super do dangerous. They use, do you have or use metal? They probably do. Cuz they got um, the bowcast is made of metal. So, so would you like the official uh answer to this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Please do. Let's see. Uh, wait, 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 no, no, no. let me let me yeah, let me guess this out first. Um I would like to think that basically, it's because um, Wookiees were not necessarily peaceful creatures, but they were like p- creatures that hadn't reached space level. And but basically, um, uh, somebody came in and like basically started using them for slaves because that's like the whole thing with Wookiees is that they're slaves, um, or they're being slaved, enslaved at all times, or enveloped. Yeah, <laughs> it's called enslaved, <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, basically they started constructing them because it made more sense to them than a regular blaster for some reason. Like just adding this extra weight to the front of a regular blaster. No, wait, them. that that's definitely doesn't sound plausible. Uh, no, it, it isn't anyway. really. Here's a little bit about it. Uh, in use as early as the Jedi Civil War, Bokasser okay. uh, could unleash a bolt with impressive stopping power, essential to defend Wookies against the fierce. Predators of Kashyyyk's forests. Uh, so uh, hun- a hunting or a defense. So then going way down here, uh, they appeared huge to many non-Wookiees and even Jedi, such as Oli Starstone. Oh, he's my favorite. could lift one. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Much <laughs> less fire. Uh, That's the, sexist. The weight of the weapon, <laughs> uh, however, was no impediment of the massive strength, massive strength of the Wookiees. In addition to size, the exotic design of the bowcaster required a non-Wookiee user to have training in order to wield the weapon proficiently. One non-Wookiee individual who used a bowcaster was the uh, Cayuso bounty hunter Embo. However, all Wookiees were able to wield their cultural weapon with proficiency. You see that? You know what that comes from directly? That is definitely a role-playing game rule. Because (laughs) I recall in one of the role-playing games, you couldn't use a Wookiee bowcaster unless you were a Wookiee. Or you went out of your way to gain that ability. Right, that makes sense. Like, it was like, a, you had to take that, like, it was... But uh, I'm still stuck on this thing where the Wookiees live on a planet 
where they they use wood as their main thing. I think it's just because they have to carve out of a tree. But I, yeah, okay, so there's predators, dangerous predators in the, on the planet. Wouldn't they have really great wooden stuff to defend? Why would they go out of the way to develop a metal technology just to make these bowcasters? Well, I don't think people it just seems in strange. Star I don't think people in Star Wars use a lot of metal. So, but it's considered an right. exotic weapon. It is considered an exotic weapon. Yes, as per um, role playing game. So, I don't know if it's I think the way we're thinking of it is it's so we're we're saying it's primarily a Wookiee weapon, but I don't think it's the weapon Wookiees primarily use. Oh, so they don't all have Wookiees. No, I think if you were to say what's the, the, the main weapon for a Wookiee, it might even be one of those big staffs that they see in that one scene in, in is it Revenge of the Sith. So I, like, I, I, certain Wookiees may have this. Staff. I feel like this is this it's is staff. like narrowed down to mostly just Wookiees have it. But if you were to say what most Wookiees have, it wouldn't be bowcasters. I imagine makes that's it even, my thought. even weirder that they have the technology to make them. I don't think they actually. Think have, I don't know if they have the technology. They probably like, re, like they got a hold of a laser pistol. And right, like, right. That makes more sense. Yeah, because that would make more sense to me. Like they got a hold like, of Wookiees are, are master craftsmen and know how to take a weapon and kit bash it into another one. Right, right. exactly. See, I always assumed. Well, not that I thought about it before, but at least today, <laughs> I assume that they don't have that technology and it's back engineered from. What they got from the Empire or whatever. I, Some I, other, that would make sense. I remember a, that you could get a bowcaster in Knights of the Old Republic, which is why the Jedi Civil War. There's a little bit about that in here, yeah. Because um, like, I think your uh, Wookiee partner in that uh, had it. And I remember you could visit Kashyyyk in that game. Nobody else I remember having one. They all used swords in that game. Hmm. But they used like. The, they used science swords because they could, <laughs> well, well, that's another episode right there. I'm not going to talk about vibro swords much, but um, uh, that's I remember vibro swords. From so here's back. here's something yeah. it says on here: the cost, nine hundred to fifteen hundred credits for an off-worlder, and then it says Wookies receive theirs as free gifts. <laughs> and there's a it's, during life day, I'm sure. There's a it's, <laughs> Star Wars behind the magic. It cites for 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 that. Well, um, okay, so what? That actually yeah. just sounds like a role playing rule. Like when you're a Wookiee, right, exactly. you get a bowcaster. You start with a bowcaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, see, that would make sense. You gotta... Free gift. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up. Thoughts on the bowcaster? I I think it's moderately cool. It's like it's okay. Um, I like the. I still cling to my thing. That it's a laser crossbow. Though now I know it's more than that, and uh, it's. I think it's pretty cool. Doesn't make too much sense if you really think about it, but we're not really supposed to be thinking about that hard, are we? No, no, well, I don't think we so. We can though. Have the <laughs> we fun. just talked about it for. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, so my thoughts. Uh, I would, if I bought a Chewbacca action figure, I'd want that crossbow with it. And mine comes back to to the action figures. I think. Yeah, of course. Getting my first Chewbacca action figure, or or probably my second around the the 1995 release. Uh, I think it was the. the one of the coolest things about them. Um, it was one of the cooler weapons that, you know, most figures come with these little pistols and I could care less about them. I always would just kind of toss them to the side, right. but his was, you held it with two hands. Right. And, uh, probably not that version. Cause I think his arms were just straight up and down, <laughs> but uh, later versions could hold them with two hands. But I just, I just remember it being just such an awesome weapon. It matches his whole, his whole thing really well. He's got his, right. his, his ammo belt, which, What's in that ammo belt? I have no clue. Could be it's, more of those uh, bolts. <laughs> well, yes, it does. I would assume so. But um, it just matched his whole vibe as this kind of, uh, you know, I don't even know. He just just very mysterious. You don't know a lot about him uh, until the the Star Wars holiday special reveals his right, family. Right, right. You get a lot. You get a lot of. That's another episode. That's our holiday special. A lot of canon. Um, 
Uh, um, me on the bowcaster, if I was given a choice between a bowcaster and a pistol for something I could actually use, I would take a pistol. But I think that if I was a Wookiee, yeah, yeah, because I would want that image. So, like, I, I think the bowcaster is really cool if you're Chewbacca. Like, it's just something that's inherently his. Like, I wouldn't want to see another Wookiee in a movie use it. Oh, another Look, Take that, J.J. Abrams. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think yeah. it's it's really neat for him, and I think it's a neat little thing that he can have, like something that's uniquely his. Well, yeah. Luke had the lightsaber. Well, they could have each have their own custom thing. That's true. You know, there's a thing, major thing about crossbows in general, which we haven't really mentioned. A major thing about crossbows, more than any other thing. They're kickback, or they're, um, you know, you have to be very, very strong to use a crossbow. Yes. Which uh, Wookiees are. Kickback, right? Um, what's the word? Yes. Pushback. Anyway, you know, it's like we're a very powerful gun. You need to be very strong, be, have the right pose. You have to, to fire it, or else you'll get knocked off your, your arse. But um, does a laser bolt weapon provide that kind of momentum i would imagine so because it would be a regular projectile and then it gets super shot out with the with the magnet you guys seem to have forgotten that oli starstone doubted she could lift one much less fire (laughs) right but she trained right (laughs) well she's a what no she she trained she was a jedi she should be able to be like forcing it into the air yeah yeah but to but to wrap up i think the bowcaster is a neat Thing. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's how Star yeah, Wars works. Yeah, to right, with. right. It's cool enough to keep it. It's cool enough that we talk that, that we we're basing a whole episode off of it. Right. So it, I think it it, it it made the cut and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Thumbs up to the bowcaster. Thumbs up. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Star What the Pojo Game Show. I'm your host Marty Cobb, and I'm here with my first guest, Photosynbead Anadu. Now, at Mr. Anadu, please tell us about yourself. Well, I'm a full-time uh, pod racing commentator. Well, I both am. And um, we do it, like I said, full-time. Um, and because there's two of me, that we get paid about twice. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good... That's a good. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good work if you can get it if you're two people. Now, her pod racing's really fast. How do you keep up with it's, that? It's... You know, it's not that fast. And our other guest... Baron Rush Clovis. Now tell us about yourself, Baron. Well, I was a human male. I am a human male uh, <laughs> who served as a representative of Scipio and a delegate of the. Forget all that. I was a senator. Um, I was romantically involved with uh, Padme Amidala. What, what's it like on Scipio? Scipio is just plain Scipio. I, I don't <laughs> think he's a senator. I think he just plays one on TV. All right, gentlemen. Here's how the game will work. I'm going to give you a random title to a Wikipedia article. I have just gone on Wikipedia and pressed random, and this is what has come up. Now, I know what it is, but you have to tell me what you think it is, and the closest of you will get a point. And that's it. Got it? (laughs) And uh, we get a point, too? You'll get one point that you have to split between yourself, okay? Why are you pointing at me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not paying you two points. All right, let's go. All right. The word is metanol. M-E-T-A-N-O-L. Now, um, I'm going to go with you, Mr. Anodu. What do you think well, metanol is? I know this one. It's They're a race of uh, human-like creatures that eat metal. 
because they think it tastes good and it's good for them and that's pretty much what they do. So you think it's a race of metal eating aliens? Yeah, but they don't have to eat it, but they think it's kind of good too and they do it. If you had to say what they look like, what would they look like? Humanoid with metal-y faces. That makes sense. Oh, the metal would get into the face. Pretty metally, yeah. Okay. And Mr. Uh, Baron? I believe it is part of C-3PO. The part being the brain, where he, ha- where he, all of his knowledge comes from the metanol. So, so like he has like this brain is called the metanol. Like that's the his brain is called the metanol, and that's that's. It functions as his 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 knowledge core and his knowledge base. I believe um, it was a piece found in Watto's junkyard eventually that that Anakin used to build C three PO. Okay. Um, I'm throwing as many terms as I can out here just to hopefully get this point. <laughs> um, but uh, I do. I feel like it's it's a knowledge based something knowledge based, preferably with our our friendly friend. Mr. C-3PO. I think you were his friend. If I recall, you were a bad guy. But then again, I don't remember. <clears throat> Just trying to get points here. All right. He's no senator. <laughs> senator does not get points for being a senator. All right. For word for word, this is what Metanol says in its Wikipedia article. Metanol was a substance that could be carried by container transports. Container transport kept man was part of the relief convoy that was destroyed at the Battle of Organa Arms Arms, while carrying metanol at some point before the Battle of Endor. That's all it says. Metanol is a substance that we know nothing about. But it has. (laughs) If I had to say who is the closest, it would be Mr. Baron here who guessed an item. I love the fact that this article exists because it clearly has no reason to. Like, it's just a word that somebody said in the background of whatever book, uh, of, uh, the book, I guess it's a book, it's called Star Wars TIE Fighter. No, it's a video game. It's a sequel to X-Wing. Okay. So it's, it's a, it's a, so if somebody had this one you probably item, have to interact with it at some point. Like, you need to collect it or something. Like, <laughs> Go to the metanol and grab <laughs> No, no, it's an object, so you have to collect it oh, in containers. Oh, I thought it was the container. Is it used as a drug? It is, uh... Sounds like... No, it's just a substance. Well, it could be a drug, too. Well, it could be. But it's just a substance. That's all it says. Like, well, we don't know. We, every- gotta, we gotta ask our buddy Elan sleeps bag and <laughs> the drug. Isn't everything a substance? Well, yeah, everything is a substance. Well, the thing is, we don't know what this substance is supposed to do. So and this it could is be anything. Like, well, yeah. So it could be, it could be an alien that eats metal, <laughs> and it could be a brain of C. Well, it could be yeah. like a bacteria that eats metal that, like, they keep in containers somehow. It could I be I guess uh, an object. I'm the winner. Could be the yeah, you get the gold point. tooth. <laughs> you get the one point, and you have won, Mister Baron. What are you going to do with that point? Uh, I'm going to hopefully take Padme Amidala out on another date. <laughs> <laughs> You were creepy if I recall. Oh, wait. She passed away. <laughs> Darn. And that was the end of our show. I'd like to thank our guest, Mr. Anadu and Mr. Mr. Barry. And have a good night, folks, at home. So that's the end of Star with the... 
come back next time uh, where we talk about something else that's just as silly. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to Marty. Thanks to Alex. And thanks to Wikipedia. And thanks to you, Jack. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Marty. Thank you. Thank you, George Lucas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you all. See ya. This episode was brought to you by Uncle Owen's Moisture. Now with 70% more water.